Oh, wow. Isn't that enough for you to stop eating uh, poultry and, and animal product? Cancer increased risk of not just the cervix in women, but also the penis in men? That's pretty, pretty shocking. Dr. Nick here. What you're about to hear is shocking. Poultry and penis cancer? Let's, uh, let's get going on this, this topic here. Last year, I presented the study on poultry slaughterhouse workers, where they were found to have excess cancers of the mouth, nasal cavities, throat tonsils, inner ear cancer, sinus cancer, esophageal, rectal, liver, leukemia, etc. Thought to be because they were exposed to cancer-causing viruses present in poultry and poultry products, and worse, that it may be transmitted to anyone in the general population handling or eating inadequately cooked chicken. It's not clear how you're supposed to not handle raw chicken unless you can levitate it into the oven through telekinesis. The study was replicated recently in the large... So what he's saying is that when you handle chicken, when you're getting ready to cook it, uh, you, 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 you better be putting gloves on, otherwise you're at risk. But what's going on when you consume it? Because viruses sometimes, pyron viruses and so forth, any medical doctor knows this. The, these contaminants, sometimes you can autoclave, and, and it's difficult to get rid of some of these contaminants. Let's go further. This is pretty scary information. Largest such investigation. To date, more than 20,000 workers in poultry slaughtering and packing plants, they found the same thing, confirming the findings of three other studies to date that workers in poultry slaughtering and processing plants have increased risk of dying from certain cancers. New findings, though, in the study were increased risk of death from cancers of the cervix and penis. Oh, wow. Isn't that enough for you to stop eating uh, poultry and, and animal product? cancer increased risk of not just the cervix in women, but also the penis in men? That's pretty, pretty shocking. Excess cancer of the penis in all males in the study exposed to poultry with a standardized mortality ratio more than eightfold higher, right? Not just penile cancer, but dying from it. Eight times higher rate of cancer and death caused from penis, cancer of the penis from eating poultry and animal product, particularly the slaughterhouse workers, because they're exposed the most. But those of you who eat a paleo or keto diet centered around a lot of chicken and fish and eggs and meat, you may not have a healthy penis or cervix very long. This is Dr. Nick saying, be strong, be well. Stay tuned for the next segment. The role of burgers and viruses in cancer? Here's the facts. Nearly 20% of cancers can be linked to infectious agents such as viruses. There are seven viruses now conclusively tied to human cancers. And as so we're talking about HPV virus. Uh, these are EBV viruses, Burkitt's lymphoma. Uh, these are viruses that can be linked uh, directly to the formation of cancer. I met Dr. Dennis Burkitt 
and his famous work uh, from Africa and hearing him speak about this. And Dr. Burkett uh, advocates a high plant-based whole foods diet. Of course, he passed on. I met him back in the 1977, 78 in that era. But this is a pretty shocking information that for somehow the general public is not getting this information. And I'm doing my best to spread the word uh, through great work of Dr. Michael Greger and others. Let's continue. As new viruses enter into human populations, the incidence and causes of cancer will likely change accordingly. The foundation of modern tumor virology was laid over a century ago with the discovery of a cancer-causing chicken virus for which a Nobel Prize was awarded. So the Nobel Prize was awarded in 1966 to Dr. Rouse. And it's interesting that today the general public isn't even aware that it's been proven and discovered that these viruses that come from chicken can lead to cancer. And it's interesting, too, when you, when you look at the tissues of the body when they get infected, and I'm, I'm showing you here something on the screen. This is an infected um, uh, tissue sample, and you can see the incredible white blood cell activity. But white blood cells in the immune system have to work uh, and clear foreign bacteria and viruses, bacteria, foreign proteins, that is. And so most individuals never give the body a rest. For every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, they're consuming some kind of animal product because of the marketing industry and the big food industry. You need to shift over to a whole foods plant-based diet. Let's go further, uh, the evidence regarding the Nobel Prize and the discovery that chicken is one of the main transmissions of these very virulent, dangerous viruses. To say the least, the, the fact that these viruses could very well be coming uh, and if they don't kill you immediately from a flu or a, a horrific thing like coronavirus, they'll get you later from cancer because it takes 20 years to develop cancer. Have you wondered how and why the incidence of cancer continues to grow higher and higher worldwide, particularly in those who consume animal products or particularly the slaughterhouse workers? Another Nobel went to the guy that discovered the HPV virus was causing cervical cancer. And in his acceptance speech, he mused that there may be a bovine polyoma virus, a multiple tumor virus in cattle that could be playing a role in human colon cancer, lung cancer, and breast cancer. So we know that another Nobel Prize was awarded to the science about the fact that these beef cattle are transmitting a serious virulent uh, virus that causes colon and rectal cancer, breast cancer, and lung cancer, even in non-smokers. We used to think that non-smokers uh, who had high cholesterol level were at risk because of the cholesterol. But let's not forget that now that we have this newest evidence, and we are aware that these animals' consumption of meat, red meat, and, and poultry and we'll get to fish later, but we, we realize that the meat is directly transmitting viruses that are known carcinogens, and worse, the viruses that go and fester in the body, and we can see the activity uh, under a microscope of how the white blood cells are under siege constantly. Uh, the Nobel Prize awarded for this discovery is quite shocking. Let's, let's go further. 
but no polyoma virus had ever been discovered in meat until now. Polyoma viruses are a particular concern, not only because they are known to be carcinogenic, but because they can survive cooking temperatures. Oh my gosh, that's what I was looking to share with you. It's been shown that even if you cook the beef, this virulent polymovaria uh, virus can survive, the polymovirus, MCV, can survive temperatures of cooking. So even if you cook the meat, you say, well, Nick, I'm not going to eat the raw meat. Uh, I'm going to become a carnivore, a paleo, and I'm going to eat all this meat and keto because all these marketers are trying to get you to eat more meat and sell their, their food industry agenda, and yet even cooking. Now, what if you're a vegetarian or plant-based individual, and one of the family members eats meat, and they cut up meat and, and cut it up on the cutting board, and does that get into your food supply, the fruits and vegetables? It does. Don't allow meat to even be cut in your kitchen. You know it's cut in restaurants, so that's a problem. You might might have to start going to more plant-based, completely plant-based restaurants. Hold on, here, continue on. Because single burgers these days can contain meat from many dozens of animals, they figured it would present an ideal situation for virus hunting. So researchers at the National Cancer Institute just walked into three supermarkets and grabbed meat right off the shelf and found three different polyomaviruses in ground beef. So they're finding polyomaviruses in ground beef, even after it's cooked. Let's continue on. Ground beef, ground chicken, ground pork, ground, uh, beef kidney. Here we go. Now, just because three types of polyomaviruses are commonly detectable in food-grade ground beef doesn't necessarily mean they're causing human disease. What made this Nobel laureate suspect them? So a Nobel Prize laureate suspected that these, the consumption of these animal products was transmitting viruses that led to cancer. Of course, cancer can take 10 or 20 years to develop into full-on tumors, but don't forget What's the connection to these viruses, to the coronavirus, uh, to SARS and other outbreaks when the consumption of meat product is now spreading throughout the world and there's fast food chains in almost uh, uh, every country now? We really need to inform the public, and hopefully this video will get out to more people. Let's, let's continue on with this discussion. Well, for one thing, some people got cancer right where they were vaccinated for smallpox. Wow, these people were vaccinated for smallpox and they got skin cancer, sarcoma, right in the site of the injection. Vaccines, animal-based, viral activity, very, very serious information here you're about to listen to. A whole bunch of different cancers. The vaccine was harvested from the skin of calves. And so maybe there's some cancer-causing cow virus. Okay, so they're harvesting the vaccine from the skin of calves, of, of beef cattle, and it's contaminating this, this virus throughout 
the food supply. Let's go further. Uh, many people are exposed to potentially virus-contaminated meat and dairy products uh, through their diet, but those in the industry would be even more exposed. So it would be interesting to see if these groups have higher cancer incidence. And Okay, so we know that farm workers, butchers, veterinarians, employees, and dairies are exposed to more potential viral contaminants from the meat and dairy products. And the question is, do they have a higher cancer rate? Here's the answer. Indeed, it now appears clear that those who work in the meat industry are at increased risk of developing an... Okay. They're at increased risk of developing cancer. And this is a published journal, Environmental International, and you can look up the website. The articles are here. We'll put it in the show notes. Let's continue. Dying from a variety of cancers. A variety of cancers. Cancers of the thymus, breast cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, breast cancer. This is shocking revelation. Another reason to suspect the involvement of some kind of bovine infectious factor in colorectal cancer is the fact that countries that don't eat a lot of beef appear to have relatively low rates of colorectal cancer, and countries that all of a sudden started eating lots of meat had their rates shoot up. Well, that's pretty conclusive. In countries where they ate very little beef and animal product, they had low instances of colon cancer. And as they ate more beef and animal product and poultry and so forth, their incidence of colon cancer went up dramatically, particularly in Korea and in India. Here we have uh, the recent Academy Award making history out of South Korea. And uh, of course, you know, I'm just bringing that up because you know, the, the real life story is that some of these countries are eating more and more animal product. Australia, Canada, Japan, the USA, all these countries are showing a shocking increase in cancer associated with meat consumption transmitted from these viruses. Mongolia appears to be the exception. Lots of red meat, yet low colon cancer rates but there they eat yak, and maybe yaks don't harbor the same viruses. Can't you just avoid steak tartare? Even steak cooked medium may not reach internal temperatures above 70 Celsius, and it takes temperatures above that to inactivate some of these viruses. So we would expect viruses to survive both cooking and pasteurization. Okay, so let's be very clear. Even milk that's pasteurized, even meat that's cooked at 80 Celsius, we'll have to do a quick search uh, to see what's the conversion of uh, 80 Celsius to, um, to uh, Fahrenheit. What is 80 Celsius to Fahrenheit? 80 degrees Celsius is equal to 176 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, so it's 176 degrees Fahrenheit. That's cooking at very high temperature. To say the least, when you cook meat at higher temperature, you include uh, another condition which increases its carcinogenic property because of a thing uh, that's referred in other videos by me that um, relates to high temperature cooking and the alteration of the food 
and a, a chemical that builds up, but let's go further. So it turns out that no matter how much you cook, with the exception, I guess, of yak, for some reason in Mongolia, they don't have, even though eat, they eat a lot of animal product, yak. Uh, what exactly is yak? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm new to the, what, uh, I don't eat meat uh, much. So here, what is yak? Here is some information for how does yak meat taste? According to Take Part, fans of the yak's red meat call its flavor delicate, sweet, and juicy. Like bison, they say, but better. Yak has twice the protein and half the fat of skinless chicken breast. Its meat is lean but rich. <laughs> okay, so I'm still, I guess yak looks like some kind of, um, uh, here, here we go. What does a yak look like? According to oh. animals.net, yaks are robust cattle with a bulky frame, short but thick legs, <laughs> and rounded cloven hooves that are splayed to help them walk in snow. Their most distinctive feature is an extremely dense, shaggy long coat that, in some individuals, hangs down to the ground. Okay, so a yak looks like a big bison with big, big horns. So apparently they have less viral activity. Uh, so I don't see people running out to try and get yak. Uh, there's no evidence to say that yak's safer for you from a cholesterol perspective. But let's go further because this, this bovine poultry story uh, and milk even if it's pasteurized, is not safe. In fact, they followed up with a paper suggesting the consumption of dairy products may represent a main risk factor for the development of human breast cancer. The recent discovery of a larger number of presumably new viruses in the blood, meat, and milk of dairy cows should be investigated. Since one might speculate that infectious agents present in dairy products might have a special affinity for breast cells, since they came from breast cells. Okay, so what we're saying is uh, uh, breast milk coming from cows might have a higher affinity for the breast tissue in females and humans, and it does. There's a higher incidence of breast cancer. The fact that people with lactose intolerance, who tend to avoid milk and dairy throughout their lives, have lower rates of breast cancer and other cancers could be seen as supporting this concept. Okay, so those who avoid dairy product have a lower incidence of lung cancer, breast cancer, and ovarian cancer. Did you hear me? Lung cancer? Everyone always thinks lung cancer comes only from cigarette smoking. It's from the milk and the beef and the poultry that you're consuming in most cases. Let's go further. Though there are certainly other reasons dairy may increase cancer risks, such as you know, increasing levels of the cancer-promoting growth hormone IGF-1, or adversely affecting our gut microbiome, or for that matter, maybe the plant-based milks they're drinking instead could be protective. That's the problem with population studies. You can't tease out. Okay, so there is concern about IGF. I believe there's a number of studies that elevated IGF in those who have a longer life, uh, in individuals who augment their IGF levels. Uh, according to a video interview with Dr. Tara Hurtog, I don't believe that's the principal cause. I think it's the direct transmission of the virus itself, but also the suspect of uh, the milk alternatives uh, that the fact that milk disrupts the human gut biome, I think that's a probable possibility that can affect the development of tumors. But also the, the fact that uh, plant-based uh, milks 
have a protective factor. Rice milk, soy milk, almond milk, cashew milk, and so forth, uh, all for the attempt to avoid lactose, which isn't the main problem. We now know it's the foreign proteins, it's the viral activity, it's the microbial bacteria, the high salmonella counts. The story gets worse. Now cause and effect. It doesn't matter how many viruses are found in retail beef, pork, and chicken if we can't connect the dots. Can't you just look for the presence of these viruses? Okay, so don't forget, we're able to measure actual viral concentrations of beef, pork, and chicken. But now we need to determine, does that viral activity, and as I've already pointed out, you can't cook it out. You're not going to be able to cook it even at uh, 176 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, what was that, 80 Celsius? It's not enough. These are virulent viruses that you're consuming on a daily basis. If you're concerned about cancer, and you're concerned about your immune system, and you're concerned about the site of the vaccine causing cancer, you should be. Let's go further. Viruses within human tumors? They've tried and found some, but even if you don't find any, that doesn't necessarily mean viruses didn't play a role. There's this viral hit-and-run theory of cancer development that suggests that certain viruses can slip in and out of our DNA to initiate the cancer, but be long gone by the time the tumor matures. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Okay, so what they're saying is, obviously you get infected with the virus from eating chicken or beef or consuming milk or cheese or eggs. It obviously doesn't create the cancer immediately. The human genome, there's a viral genome that affects it, and then somehow it's kind of this hit process, and they can trace it back. The oncogenesis theory, that is, it's a theory. But the incidence of cancer is truly higher amongst those people who consume an animal-based diet. Let's go further. But if the link between bovine polyomaviruses and human disease pans out, the National Cancer Institute researchers envision the development of a high-potency vaccine. So just like the HPV vaccine may prevent cervical cancer from unsafe sex, one day, perhaps, vaccines may prevent breast and colon cancer from unsafe sirloin. Of course, they're always searching for the cause of or some kind of a vaccine to prevent it, but it doesn't exist, and I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to come about. I, I think the, the tragedy that's going on right now with the coronavirus, and I think it's understated. I, I, at first, I, I thought, well, it's normal flu, virus, bacteria, don't worry about it. But um, the evidence is starting to show uh, reports are being kind of leaked out of China that they're actually burning bodies. They're burning bodies uh, so that it doesn't contaminate other people. Remember, burning <laughs> high temperatures uh, may not completely eradicate the virus at all. I think it's got to get back to like what happened with the, the beef industry when they found that uh, particular... Uh, brain cancer causing virus, uh, they sacrificed and got rid of just unbelievable amount of cattle in Europe, and I'll have to backtrack to my uh, science and the history in that area, uh, uh, that the 
uh, brain cancer and uh, here let's let's talk about uh, brain cancer and cattle associated in Europe yeah so the the incidence and the link to to brain cancer and brain tumors and even in HIV infections uh, that, that yeah that's it mad cow's disease so the symptoms of mad cow's disease dementia and cognitive decline so all those people uh, trying to get their protein from animal product very very dangerous so uh, the the exposure to it's a little hard for me to say this word uh, Crucifeld Jacob disease CJD um, I'll try and uh, share it in the in, in the in the show notes can you see that right there here's a little bit of reflection right there I think you can see it so th th this this can remain dormant in the human body from up to five years and its incubation period could be as long as 50 years and that's reported in the medical literature sciencealert.com so <laughs> I don't know about you but uh, the fact that this coronavirus is spreading is not only terrifying, but they've been able to measure what's called CO2, sulfur dioxide emissions from around the world, and they are literally burning 10,000, 14,000 bodies. Uh, let's see, the last count, it predictably was approaching 13,968 bodies based on the amount of CO2 that's escaping into the environment. In China, they're burning the people dying from in the Wuhan region. And it's estimated it's going to approach in the 13 days, 250,000 deaths. And they're trying to cover it up by, by burning the bodies. And the rest of the world isn't aware, but this news seems to be leaking out. There's several, several sources. It says CDC, uh, first human transmission coronavirus uh, con confirmation. So uh, there's a number of, of cases that we're checking and links. I'll keep you updated on the story. This is Dr. Nick. Be strong and be happy and protect yourself. It may not be enough uh, just to have a mask and, and gloves. It may be. You need to change your diet. You need to build up your immune system. And I'm going to offer a whole series of solutions that's about to be released. Thank you, everyone. Please give us a review on iTunes, and we'll be happy out of the group of reviews to choose a lucky winner of one of our award-winning products. It could be Esterblock, Adrenal DMG, Stem Cell Strong, or even Power and Speed. We'll ship you a bottle at no cost. You'll enjoy it just from basically giving us a review on iTunes. Also, visit DelgadoProtocol.com. That's DelgadoProtocol.com and take our free hormonal quiz. Looking forward to assisting you to be your absolute best.